All right, folks, um, before we get started on the show proper, um, we lost a dear friend this past week, uh, Dean Rasmussen, who uh, is one of the most uh, influential online wrestling fans in the history of online wrestling fandom, passed away um, this past week. And uh, he started out in RSPW, made his name there with that crew of fans and then the found the Death Valley Driver video review, which may be the most influential wrestling website of his era, safe to say. And um he was the driving force behind it. Um he's someone who it was so unique in his wrestling reviews that there's nobody that could ever be like him. And you would read his reviews and you just would go into this sometimes other world of thinking about wrestling and it would go beyond wrestling. And it was just, it, it was amazing stuff that he did. But Dean also, you know, once you get to know him, just a, like, just a fantastic guy, um, amazing parent husband um full of life um is i mean he loved wrestling but god he loved music and he always talked about music and uh, he loved the dallas cowboys and just uh just so tremendous man he's one it no he's one of the few people that uh i encountered in all these years that i've been online that really nobody had a bad thing to say about. And it's just, it's a tragic loss that he's, uh, he's gone too soon, too young. And, um, and yeah, Bix, you were around, uh, Death Valley Drive where I was, cause I started, uh, I mean, I started going there in late 99, started posting some in 2000, really started getting, really started getting involved in 2001. But you were around there longer than I have. So, I mean, you were there really young, really young teenager. So, yeah, I mean, you you have, uh, you know, memories of him that, you know, that are different than mine. Yeah, I was around when the original, original message board started, which would have been like, I think, middle of 99. Something like that. I feel like it wasn't long after Owen Hart died. If I'm trying to kind of play some things I remember. Um, I think it was used, I think the first one used, remember, Inside the Web? Yeah, I do remember that. And then I forget what the second one was. I want to say it moved, the, the, the <clears throat> self-hosted board, I think, was in 2000. But anyway. Um, that's the one, yeah, that's the one, I mean, that's the one I first started posting on. But I do remember the other board before that one. Yeah. Because, I mean, <clears throat> the DVD-R500 was what got me on there. Yes. I mean, because, you know, the, the PWI-500 was always this huge deal in wrestling, wrestling fans. The fact that now you have this group of fans that were putting together their own list, their own way, watching pretty much everything they can watch... And not being just catered to the major American wrestling promotions, 
was something that was just not done in that era. And that was one one of the big parts of the influence of, of that place was you could go there and you could learn about all this different wrestling that you really never heard about before because it wasn't spotlighted well enough. And there was enough people that was around that had access to this stuff that would trade tapes or sell tapes or whatever to get this footage out there to the masses and just transformed wrestling fandom online forever. Um, It's safe to say that many of our U.S. indie promotions of that era would not have nearly have been successful if it was for Dead Pod Driver um, because it was exposure to them that they wouldn't they wouldn't have gotten anywhere else. The word of mouth from either road reports by the the DVR players or the 500s or whatever just got that out there and inspired people to go find it and also inspire people like a Wes Hatch or a Scott Mailman or, you know, Trent Walters or whoever, you know, whoever was Alfredo or anybody that was doing tapes, inspire them to go and find, find sources and do whatever they could to get this stuff to distribute it out there, either for just regular watching the matches or for helping out for the 500. Yeah. I mean, I you remember... Less for the 500. I think I did for one or two of the 500s, but I remember, like, even for, like, the Joshi 100, like, here's all the indie stuff I had that's relevant and sending a tape to Dean. Um, You know? And also, like, I don't think Tony said anything yet. He did give to uh, the GoFundMe for Dean's family, which um, we'll make sure to have a link to in the description. But uh, I don't think AEW... I'm sure AEW probably exists. I don't think it exists in the way we know it without the Death Valley Driver board and Death Valley Driver video recording Dean. Well, see, I mean, that's the genesis. You know, the the Vita review, his reviews is the genesis of everything. You know, what spawned after that, whether it be, you know, the board itself, the 500, um, the best of the nineties set, which was a huge deal and the big inspiration for me and Phil Schneider coming up with the best of the eighties set with you, you know, when, when we started it, it started that talk was, you know, why, why not do an eighties version of this set? And look what that spawned, you know, as we went down the line. You know, and well, also because just we, everything. Came, we came up with that idea right as like DVD burning was becoming affordable <clears throat> and doable. So it was like, hey, this is so much easier now. Why don't we do this? But yeah, um, I mean, I'll put it this and, way. And, like, and, and, and then the, you, you wrestling in the chat room. You can't you can't deny the chat room and how it, you know how how much impact that had as well, which was pre- precursor to social media. I mean, it gave the access, the board in the chat room gave access to fans and wrestlers to be able to, you know, talk to each other and not have these barriers in the way and not come off as, you know, awkward or weird or whatever. Although sometimes it would, depending on who the people were. 
Well, but uh, <laughs> it just, it just, it, but it, it was just, it, it was a new world that we were all experiencing together. Yeah, and I'll just say it to you while we're recording this, like, just because it's the easiest way to do it. We were going to put this at the start of the regular show. I see, based on that we have a fairly long show this week and where you and I are at now and we haven't even scratched the surface, I think we'll just post this as a separate file before the main show goes up. Yeah, that's probably for the best. Yeah, because we're getting that, cool, like, we were going to try to aim for 10 minutes and <laughs> we're definitely well, not going to hit that. So, but yeah, we're not going to go too much longer because I, <clears throat> I just to let people know there is something in the works. So a, a podcast. So okay, well, I'll, I'll have more information on that. But yeah, um, uh, I, what I was going to say yeah, though, yeah. was, if I really think about it, this might not be the first time I ever heard a Dean, but it's probably one of the first. Like, what I really remember him from earliest is like when you know the. The Torimon guys, the Ultimo Dragon students, first showed up in WCW. The only person online who really knew much at all about them was Dean. Yeah. Because he was getting all the tapes of, you know, the shows on Gaora that were showing, like, the IWRG tapings that had all of the Dragon students. Yeah, I mean, and <clears throat> I mean, I, like I said, I first knew a Dean from reading RSPW. I mean, me too. So, yeah. so that's where that came from, and then I, you know, learned about DVDR after the fact. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, it was just it was just a different world because, you know, access wise, you know, everybody had, you know, of course, WCW, ECW. And the Japanese wrestling that people mainly knew about was all Japan, New Japan. But now you got this rise of the Indies, of course, Onita and all that type of stuff. But you have the rise of the Indies, and then, you know, Lucha was, you know, this untapped deal in a lot of ways for American online wrestling fans. Triple um, A was maybe, you know, some of the more famous stuff was known. Of course, Ray and Eddie and guys like that but you know and this goes back to pete you know pete stein and in, in the early 90s and dave Shear on ross pw i mean they got that out there to that group and then defy driver went and took that to the next level by finding you know iwrg and monterey and tijuana now you know afraid of being a major part of getting that footage out there and everybody able to see this stuff i mean it just it, again, it was a place for for people to open their minds and experience different things. And then you know the Japanese like survival to beat and Ken the box. I mean, who else would have fucking spotlighted those guys and those gimmicks other than DVDVR? Yes, you know, I mean, that was the perfect place for them. You know, like I think people forget that the origin of people you know, caring about survival to Abita, it wasn't, it wasn't actually from, like, you know, going through all, like, the Jap obscure Japanese wrestling news websites and finding it. The origin of it was the random Mishinoku Pro show that had survival to Abita versus Ape Vergon airing on TV and Dean reviewing it. Mm-hmm. Yep. <clears throat> yep, so... 
It's a big loss, man. And Dean, and Dean hasn't, you know, in recent years, he hasn't been around online much, which, you know, that's to be expected. People, yeah. people get older, you know, they have their families, you know, they have their priorities in life. And Death Valley Driver, you know, isn't what it used to be. And that's just what it is. I mean, that's the evolution of the internet. You know, message boards, you know, still, still are around and people still go, obviously, but it's not the major meeting place anymore. Twitter, you know, that's, I mean, that's pretty much the major meeting place. Yeah, Discord's in part, but Twitter's still basically the major spot for everybody to congregate. And it's just, it's just a different world now. And Dean, as far as I know, I don't think Dean ever had a Twitter. If he did, he didn't use it long. I don't think so, no. But, you know, it's just, uh, it's sad that you know, and it's but it's all part. You know, we we grow older. I mean, we grow older, and people die. You know, that's just that's just a sad way. It's just sad that he's gone so soon. You know, and uh, you know he won't be able to uh, to spread the love around anymore. You know, to the masses and everything. But uh, yeah, um, like I was saying. I do have something in the works. People will know about it before long. So uh, there will be a Dean show. Um, I already have the main two people lined up. I'm trying to decide if I want to go any further than that or not, because I don't want it to be just a whole bunch of people on there together at one time. Right. But uh, but we'll see. So um, I'll, I will let I will let everyone know um, on here on Twitter about when that's going to come out and everything. But, uh, but yeah, man, I mean, it's just, um, it's crazy. So I, what I want to do is I would suggest people, uh, go to, um, you can't go really the old stuff. isn't on the, the main site anymore. Is it? I mean, is it, it up to a certain point? It, it is, but it's not all indexed on the site. You might just be better <clears throat> off looking up an older version of the site from like the early to mid two thousands on Wayback machine. That's, that's what I'm saying. So, go, yeah. so go, yeah, go to archive.org and do a search on DeFiDriver.com. And um, what I would suggest is probably um, 2002, 2001, 2003, that era. Go there, and you can find all the old, uh, all the old reviews that way. Follow the links; it'll take you there. Um, you can go to the message board, and some of that stuff is there. Um, some of us not. And if you want to experience, if you're, you know, too young, wasn't even born yet, or, you know, just wasn't around that scene, I highly suggest you go and learn about Dean and learn about, you know, everything that went on in those days, man, because, uh, it was a magical time to be a wrestling fan in an era where you I mean, WCW died, ECW died. And WWF was left. So that's nothing, too. You know, when you look at 2001, we only won national rest promotion. We had to find all this stuff. We had to go out and find stuff to watch, you know, and having people of the like mind together that was willing to do that. Um, this is big melting pot of people. I mean, it's just it's just an amazing time. 
that wasn't the, you know there wasn't the tribalism like there is today. I mean, yeah, you had your guys who had your arguments and you had your little factions and stuff like that, but it wasn't like it is now. Um, but no, the worst it was just a great thing, time. Yeah, the worst thing that would happen over like an actual wrestling argument would be just like Lance Storm being mildly peeved <clears throat> and writing about the five hundred. And everyone making light of him talking about Kawada—excuse me, describing Kawada's work as three quarters <clears throat> legit. Yeah, and well, stuff that like and that. that and that and the whole uh, Stewart stuff. Well, you know, let's which, not talk about it. It's because that came off of the November two thousand one five hundred when he just blew a gasket because Loki was right ahead of, of Keiji Muda. <laughs> Oh, is that the one where and, Loki was number eight? Yeah, I think was. he was right seven. Above, no, it was, was right seven. It was seven. It was seven because I remember Phil's compilation, Phil Schneider's compilation that he put out a Loki <laughs> after was called Lucky Number Seven. Yeah, so that was that whole deal, and that started a a years long thing there between Stuart ran the New Japan fan site for Rusefan dot com, and. Um, he held that, you know, held that against Death Valley Driver for years. And, of course, he ended up <laughs> becoming a sex pest, which, hey, you know, that's later on down the line. But uh, he, it's just uh, it's stuff like that. And it's another thing, too, that, you know, I didn't, didn't bring up. Death Valley Driver, I mean, the video review thing, the, the – um, Spawn other different video. I was going to bring that up, you know, that there then ended up being all of these <laughs> like copycats because we just loved the enthusiasm and the way Dean and everyone else were like trying to spotlight all this different kinds of wrestling. So you had people like me and Dan Maccabe, and I'm blanking on the others, and I apologize for that. You know, doing this stuff. Well, I mean, you had okay, so you had uh, so you had Chinese baseball review, Peter review. Should we explain yeah. what Chinese baseball was? Yeah. It was a, I don't remember who, it was a term that someone as a child that, that was used in school, wherever they grew up, that was the term for kickball in school for them. But there's the Chinese baseball it's, video review, <clears throat> Sambo trainer video review, diet butcher video review. Work rate crew. Which I mean, was work a, rate crew kinda, wasn't really a kinda, response to the Death Valley driver though. No, that kind of was a feud between Death Valley Driver. <laughs> that was like a rival uh, rival group because Death Valley Driver was always cool with the other reviews, but Work Rate Crew, not so much. Well, and Work Rate Crew was also <laughs> kind of a, a – it was more of a send-up of like the other arena and that kind of culture. Which I wish – I wish I still had that chat transcript saved. I mean I had doing my old, 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 old PC, which – I would have to try to get that extracted off of there into an external hard drive. But I, the Epic Night, Dean was part of this too, in the chat room between the Defi Driver guys and the crew guys. I have no and, memory uh, of this. This, yeah, it was, uh, it was amazing because crew was Zach Arnold, um, John Pellin. Zach was working crew? I don't remember that. I'm pretty sure he was. He was in that mix. Um, John Pallon. Wasn't, wasn't John in that? Yes, John was the one who didn't realize it was a joke. Uh, may he rest in peace. <clears throat> um, Gabe Sanchez? Yes, that sounds right. 
Snowden was part of that too, wasn't he? Yes. Jonathan Snowden was part of that. Um, was that Paul Miller? I don't think Paul was, was Paul part, part of, that. of that. No, he was part of something. And you said Gankarski, but, uh, right? Oh, well, Gankarski was a, was was the you know, driver. He left. That's what I was about I to think, say. I think, yes, Anthony Gankarski, formerly of the Washington Times. Yes. <laughs> yes. So I mean, well, and and one of the biggest people involved in that whole deal in, in the in the chat room. ESPN's Bill Barnwell <laughs> is another thing. So, I mean, you had all, you know, they had people involved who are, you know, went on the, the interesting things later in life. But uh, that was one epic night in the chat room. And it, uh, that was amazing. But uh, it's a, probably a good thing I don't have those set chat logs because so if, if I still had yes. a lot of those chat logs got yes. released, a lot of us would be canceled right now. <laughs> Because it was a different time and place. It was early 2000s. I mean, Bill and I were children, too. But Yeah, but a lot of us would have been canceled. We were all young, and it just, it's just different times. <laughs> yeah. So, um, but yeah, it was, it, yeah, we had a lot of fun, man. And uh, Dean was like this, he was this ringleader um, of the whole bunch, basically, you know, in a lot of ways. Yeah. The spiritual guide for everybody, so to speak, and yeah. um, he's gone, and it's just it's a, it's just a it's just a reminder that you know, like I said, that uh, we grow older, and uh, people that we uh, we admire and stuff like that, you know, they 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 pass away, and uh, yeah, it's just something something yeah. to, uh, that we've got to deal with, you know. Yeah, I mean, it, if you're someone now who, you know, you try to seek out all of the, like, random Joshi promotions and you try to watch Pure J and Marvelous and Diana and Wave or whatever, or, you know, you seek out Guts World and whatever, like, that did not exist as a wrestling fan culture until the Well, you know... <clears throat> Okay. Omega would not be what it would be among wrestling fans if it wasn't for the North Carolina guys getting that stuff out there to the Virginia guys, Heyman, Tim Noll, you know, that crew, yeah. which Dean, you know, was really cool with them. And I mean, Dean, that getting out there like Dean that. Dean co hosted Tim's public access show, which I, for some reason, volunteered to get on on Long Island. <laughs> yeah. And um, so there's so much that that's part of that. Omega, Battle like said, Arts, the Hardys, Super 8. Battle Arts, Battle Arts especially. Um, and even, you know, the U.S. indie scene. I mean, I said this on Twitter. I don't even itself would not be nowhere like it is, like it became without Death Eye Driver. No. No, I don't which think means, they become like which this means, smart mark video... <clears throat> I don't think they become kind of <clears throat> almost the flagship of Smart Mark in the era that they did without Tough Valley Driver. Which, which affected the careers of CM Punk, Chris Hero, Coco Banna, and many people. A steal because they had no exposure before Death Valley Driver got their names out there. Yeah. And there's so many people like that. You know, the Virginia guys, you know, like, like Matt Griffin as J.C. North, Preston Quinn. 
you know, uh, Damien. But even and... I go to the, the, the Northeast. Yeah. I mean, the Virginia guys. That was, you know, that was more of a niche thing. But I mean, look at the Northeast guys. How, how? I mean, low key homicide, the Hit Squad. I mean, that whole crew up there, man. They wouldn't have been as exposed without their fire driver. Nope. You know. So, and Dean, like I said, Dean was the it was the driving force. So. Uh, yeah, we'll we'll get something taken care of. We'll get a show, and um, so be on the lookout for that. More reminiscing with uh, with people that were close to Dean. So, uh, yeah, just a big loss. And so let's keep uh, Dean's family in our in our prayers. And uh, Bix will put that GoFundMe link up. And and, uh, um, and yeah. Well, remember, I want it. Well, I'll read a couple of quick tweets that got posted about Dean, <clears> and then I'll also I did want to close with what uh, Dean's daughter Annabelle posted on Reddit. Because I think also a lot of people haven't seen that, and it'll be a good way to sum this up. So, real quick, just a couple of tweets I wanted to single out because I feel like they really got to the heart of everything. And hearing it also from two wrestlers as as influential as these two, I think says a lot too. So, um, first, I wanted to read what uh, Nicole Matthews tweeted on Thursday night. I'm so sorry to hear this. When I frequented the DVD VR boards, I always enjoyed. Dean's post and enthusiasm for wrestling. It was contagious and made me go out of my way to watch matches I maybe wouldn't have on my own RIP. And Samoa Joe wrote, Dean Rasmussen was a wrestling fan whose work helped other wrestling fans discover and learn to love wrestling from all over the world and from all time periods. If you have to be like anyone in your own fandom, be like Dean. RIP. And Brian Alvarez, you know, <clears throat> who lurked on the board forever. I mean, it came out and said on the Observer Live that he, you know, the Tilde Bank. Oh, he's he always admitted Dean. that. Yes. I know, but do, do they say it's that, you know, in that yeah. form? Yeah. It is in that forum, you know. There were a lot of people that lurked on that board that you, that, that never made it public. Or be, you know, there's a lot of it, a lot. A lot. I mean, and there were so, some who would occasionally make it a little more obvious. Like uh, Punk, it became clear after a while. I think for well, people who he, weren't he came around the chat room. Well, no. I, well, what I was going to say though was that like people who didn't know that, like eventually it became clear from comments he'd make occasionally that he was lurking. But you know, I remember. I mean, there, there were moments when the, the entire Gold Bomb Mafia would be in the chat room altogether. Was. Yes. So. Yeah. I mean, I mean, Samoa Joe being in the chat and regaling us yeah. with tales of the Zero One guys and the Noah guys hanging out and going bully and uh, Shinjiro Otani shoot DDTing the young boys. <clears throat> yeah. You know? Um, yeah. So there's that. And, uh, you know, the time when Christopher Daniels placed really high in the 500 and he never posted. Uh, except for the one time where he showed up to express how genuinely thankful he was. And, you know, like, I'm not saying this is solely responsible. I certainly wouldn't say that. But, you know, in his speech at the Indie Wrestling Hall of Fame a month ago, Daniels was talking about how, you know, in that period where he really broke out and where he was getting a lot of Death Valley driver support, although he didn't say in the speech, you know, for his work in ECWA and APW and places like that, he was able to 
make a full-time living at indie wrestling then, in 1999. And I think you have to say that Death Valley Driver was part of that. Oh, absolutely. And you mentioned the Super 8. That's another thing. That became an event because of Death Valley Driver. Yeah. I mean, that was the meeting point for for the, for a lot of the people from the board. They would all meet up in the Super 8. Yeah, every year. It was like the one. It was a photo, the photos. They, you know, there was one. I, I, I've been trying to find them. I can't find them. The the group photos, you know. Yes. <clears throat> so. But yeah, I'm wanting yeah. to I want to read what Annabelle uh, wrote about Dean though, and I guess then we'll kind of sign off after that. So uh, she posted this on Squared Circle Wrestling Community. A thank you from all caps Dean's daughter. Hey everyone, I'm Dean's daughter Annabelle. I'm who organized the GoFundMe. I just wanted to say your stories about my dad and all the kind words about who he was to you as a role model and friend have been getting me and my family through the most difficult time in our lives. My mom has been checking here on Twitter and just absorbing the sheer amount of people my dad's life affected in a positive way. I know I can't get through most stories without crying because I think back to the moments when I felt he was my hero slash mentor slash teacher slash friend. My dad was hilarious with a laugh that would light up a room and so much niche, useless information that you could talk all day about a single topic. <laughs> That's Dean. Mm-hmm. My dad <clears throat> would take me and my siblings out to lunch, and we either discussed shoegaze, as in shoegaze or, you know, music from the 90s, history, films, or countless other topics. I remember drawing wrestling comics, rating how hot I thought the wrestlers were, and dad would say how much you all of you laughed. Talking about the SmackDown comics and the like. Mm-hmm. I've never had an account on DVD-VR, mostly because I'd be horrified to see my dad making sex jokes. But I've seen my dad watch <laughs> thousands of wrestling matches with his laptop right there. I had no idea how many people he touched. But it's nice to know that you all got to see how cool of a motherfucker my dad was. I'm going to miss him more than I've ever missed someone. But all the pain is worth getting to have such an amazing dad in my life. I just wanted to take a moment and thank all of you and know that I'm so, so grateful that my dad had so many amazing friends who loved him as much as I did. Well, there you go. That says it all right there, I think. Yeah. So, uh, so Dean, <laughs> we're going to miss you, buddy. We'll see you on the other side. 